1: Ladies and gentlemen, if there are indeed any fans of Patriot Nation that are able to remain, ladies and gentlemen, right now, welcome in to the six-game post-game, six-rings post-game show here on WEEI. I'm Andy Hart, and we just witnessed one of the ugliest, at times exciting, and in the end, most disappointing losses you will ever see for a Bill Belichick coached Patriots team for your New England Patriots. They lose on the final play of the afternoon at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Raider and former Patriot Chandler Jones returns an interception on a Jacoby Myers uh, lateral pass on one of those end-of-game scrambled plays. The game was tied at 24, looked like it would go into overtime. Patriots had played... Better football over the second half to come back from a 17-3 halftime deficit. But in the end, there were no flags on the play. And Chandler Jones, Josh McDaniels, and the Las Vegas Raiders prevailed in one of the most unpredictable, unexpected, crazy fashions you will ever see in a football game. As I said, I'm Andy Hart. No, Nick Fitz, C. Stevens tonight. He was live in Las Vegas. We will hear from him later. Joining me alongside here in the WEEI studios is Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.com. 617-779-7937. Call in now because I know there has to be endless energy, disappointment, and dare I say anger in Patriot Nation tonight because... That was an ugly ass football game, Kyrie, especially the first half. You did your best to climb out of the hole, but in the first half, that is one of the more sloppy football games you will ever see from the New England Patriots in the Bill Belichick era. They sucked, in my opinion, in all three phases. It was inverse complementary football or whatever the <laughs> hell you want to call it. It was a suck fest on offense, a suck fest, excuse me, suck fest on offense for everybody not named Ramondre Stevenson, suck fest on defense, and suck fest in the kicking game with a blocked punt. That was an embarrassing performance that they had a chance to win. And then I think probably appropriately, they gave it away in the end. Because they probably didn't deserve to win the game. Although, we can talk about it as the next three hours go on. I'm not sure the Raiders deserve to win that no. football game either.
2: No. And you know what? You, you brought up that this was one of the sloppiest halves of football that the Patriots have played. Well, they didn't do a whole lot better last week. That, that's the thing about it right they right. were they were terrible against the cardinals in the first half they looked like they had no interest in winning that football game and then they come out and basically come out flat once again in the first half they climb back into it in the second half take the lead late and you're just like look there it is they they apparently they're, they're the second half team and they just they make the plays when they need to make them then you have the touchdown that stood that a lot of us think probably shouldn't have stood but probably wasn't clear and definitive enough to overturn because the camera angles are terrible but the lasting image of this game is going to be Chandler Jones turning Mac Jones into a chalk out line at around the 40 yard line and running that all the way back I just I still just don't even know how to process what in the world just happened right there I mean think think about that we were talking about it right before the play is about to happen, okay? Mac Jones probably can't get that ball to the end zone. Correct. From, you know, the the opposite 40-yard line, so you're probably looking at some kind of lateral play, right? Right. 24-24, three seconds left. They run what starts
1: out as a draw for Ramondre Stephens. And you're like,
2: okay, well, let's see if Ramondre can get it all the way to the end zone. And they Oh, like, okay, this converted into a lateral play midway through. And just... You expect better from Jacoby Myers, man. I mean, I, I get it. You're trying to win and all that, but, but uh, the game's tied. Right. The game is tied. Go to overtime. Don't blindly throw it back that way towards Mac Jones, who is 20 yards behind you. I just...
1: Yeah, that was wow. um, that's an inexplicable wow. ending. And, wow. you know, in the wow. old days, they had ESPN Classic, and they would call something like this an instant classic. I, I don't think that's never, something you I want to I call never a classic. Wanna, I don't want
2: to watch this game again. That of was course, in, I'm going to watch it on the, on the way home, probably, but I do not want to have to watch this football again. Live no, in real no, please time, please no. it was a debacle,
1: and I, I would continue to say for both football teams, this was another game that the Raiders, who are already historically bad in blowing leads, four games with double-digit leads in the second half, they've blown first team in NFL history, they were well on their way to blowing another one. Then, as you mentioned, controversial replay in the corner of the end zone would be touchdown reviewed. I think he's probably out of bounds, but yeah. I can't prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Clear and obvious and, with the camera angles they
2: provided. Right, because we're looking at it and it's like, OK, that toe looks like it's on the white. It it does, but you don't see the, the, the white chalk nope, nope. and come up the way everybody expects it to be or, or really just straight up oh my goodness yeah that toe is a hundred percent over the line because you don't have the straight down the line right. view which i don't understand how you don't have this that, will be a
1: bill bell check how do we still not have all the camera angles because both camera angles provided certainly to the viewer on fox and i'm guessing to the replay review center were basically 45 degree angles one from the upper sort of end zone view, and then one from the field view, low angle. Neither can you look down the the sideline and tell definitively is the foot in, is the foot out, so the play stood as called. Game tied at 24, but there were really remarkable ups and downs throughout the second half of that football game. The Raiders (sighs) had an opportunity where it looked like they were potentially going to throw a bomb touchdown to Devontae Adams when the pass was broken up by... Darren Waller, his tight end teammate. They had another bomb to Mac Hollins down the middle of the field. And which, Derek Carr just threw it badly. Poor throw. He has to kind of fall back to the inside if it's the outside. There were just ups and downs all over the football field. 617-779-7937. This is the six rings post game show. I give you the number because I want you to call because I want to feel your passion. It will be busy. I can tell you that right now because the lines are already locked in. And loaded. 37937 if you want to join the text line and you're other than that one person from the 413 who likes to say Andy Hart sucks at the beginning of every broadcast that I'm on. Thanks for listening every time I'm on. Appreciate you, my brother. Uh, but I want to start right out because I want to I want to chum the waters of a reactionary postgame show from our listeners. And our first, let's go right top of the list. Line one, Jay in North Carolina what do you think about the latest most painful Patriots loss
3: hey look I'll tell you one thing Mac Jones is the franchise of the quarter of the of the Patriots that's the that's the bottom line and if you don't if you can't protect him you're not going anywhere and, and I, I'm still grousing
1: about that Vikings game in which Hunter Henry broke the plane but that's another story <laughs> the, the, the Patriots are getting crapped on I have to watch my language here thank you but the thing is the uh, you've got to protect Mac Jones, and if if an Arizona Cardinals can break in on the defense, and the Raiders can break in the defense, you got a problem. Yes, the Patriots have a number of problems. Thank you, Jay, for the call, and I think we are going to spend the next two and a half hours. We will be here till ten p.m. 617-779-793-7, six rings post game show, probably trying to break down and do the the autopsy on this loss yes. and figure out where we want to rank the blame for this loss because there is plenty to go around from oh, yeah. the sideline I just to the want, field. Yeah, except except uh, no Ramondre Stevenson hate will be will be had Hell here. Hell no. Hell no. He is pretty much one of the few that is beyond hate. Maybe Kyle Duggar because Kyle Duggar, I thought, made the play that jump-started yeah. the the chain of events. I thought in a singular play he jumped a quick Derek Carr throw on the on the line of scrimmage to Devontae Adams, picked it, thirteen yards, touchdown. I thought simultaneously early in the third quarter, he injected life into a
2: lifeless Patriots team. It's two weeks in a row he's done this now. Game Abs- game changing play, absolutely right. Because that was in the balance, and then all of a sudden they take the lead on that on that uh, strip fumble that he had on on DeAndre Hopkins. But and yeah, not yeah. only did they
1: did he inject life into his team, I think it was a here we go again moment for Carr, Adams, Josh McDaniels, and the Raiders because this is what they do. They kick away leads in the second half. They find ways to lose, and this was a game where they were facing a team in Mac Jones and the New England Patriots that, how many times have we heard, is not built to come back, can't come back. Fourth quarter, he's had opportunities. It's come up short. It's looked ugly. Their execution has been ugly, Mm -hmm. and never has there been uglier execution than that end-of-game lateral play that ends with a... Does that go down as a... I don't even know what that's scored. A fumble. Is that a
2: I, I lateral? That must be a fumble. Yeah, it must be fumble a, must be a fumble. Fumble return for a touchdown for Chandler Jones. Because it, it can't be an interception. No. Because it's not a forward pass. Even though pass, it, yeah. he intercepted the ball yes, in the exactly. air. Yeah, no, so, so I think that, that goes down as a fumble.
1: And I, I keep going back to it. I've covered this team since 2000. That is one of the more remarkable games... I've ever seen
2: and not in a good way
1: not in a good way no 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 you lose instead of going to eight and six and being very much in the hunt in the AFC you drop to seven and seven with three of your more difficult games in the final month plus remaining on the schedule the winnable game you just gave away and no mistake I believe you gave that game away yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have,
2: should've, would have. They, li- they literally gave it away right there at the end. Absolutely. They, they absolutely they, they, they could have gotten overtime and they said, No, actually, I think we want you to win this game. So that's what happened.
1: If and when the New England Patriots are bounced from the postseason picture, because it's not a guarantee. You're still in it. Everybody's still in it. Hell, the Raiders are in it, the Jaguars are in it. There's plenty of teams that are in it. If and when you were bounced this night in Las Vegas. And another night at Gillette Stadium against yep. your Chicago that, Bears. That's,
2: that's the one are I are the reasons
1: that if you were really flexible, you would kick yourself in the forehead. Because this team may not be worthy of the postseason, but guess what? The way this season has played out, they probably should have been in. They should have beat the Bears. They're a three flipping win team that was eliminated from the postseason like, I don't know, a month ago. The same time the Texans basically were. They're in that world. And now the Raiders that can't close games against anybody. Just closed games against you. And I have to listen to Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long at halftime on Fox, who apparently haven't watched the Patriots Yeah, in like I saw, five I saw years. your tweet about it. Like, what that. do we do? They were sloppy in the red zone. That's unlike a Bill Belichick team. No, no, no. That's very yeah. much like the current Bill Belichick team.
2: And, that's who they are. And I think that's the thing that people are having, at least in terms of national media, are having a hard time adjusting to somehow is that wow this is this is really unlike the patriots and and you know th- this whole thing doesn't look anything like what the patriots are it's like I don't know. We've been seeing this all year. It looks a whole lot like the team that we've gotten accustomed to. Definitely. And it's a losing team that's now seven and
1: seven and could be seeing its playoff desires fading fast. 6-1-7. I, I think it's s- it. Oh, it is. But I think it's a seven
2: it's a, seven nine-seven
1: nine, seven, ninety-three seven. This is the Six Rings post-game show. Here with you up until ten o'clock. We'll hear from Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, all your calls. That's up next as we all we all get depressed together.
0: The exclusive home. Patriots Monday and
3: Friday. W E E I W E E
0: I W E E
3: I New England Sports Original. How
2: powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island
1: jam like you're all in the same garage.